It's been a long time. It's been a long wait. But Comics Corner is back, baby. The boys are back the in The boys town. are back in town. <laughs> town. The boys are back in town. And it's ba- good to be back. It feels good, it dude. Feels We're good. in a whole new setting, dude. We're in Pat's Party Palace. Is that what we're calling it? That's what we're calling it, dude. PPP. You need to get some magnets. The second for that. best PPP. <laughs> you need some magnets for that fridge, dog. It's gonna look a little bare. I know. I'm gonna this... hook you up a little housewarming gift, dude. Okay. I'm trying to have a little cool... housewarming. Party. I know where to get the cool ones. I got you fitted. I definitely could use some magnets on the fridge. It's there's so many weird things I need to get. The that... things you don't think about when there you move things, into a new place. Yeah. yeah. And I had nothing. And somehow I've just been getting like most of the stuff for free or like for very cheap. Dude, you got a coffee pot. You have a ginormous bed frame that's eight feet off the ground. You're doing pretty well. I'm going to build a staircase up to my bed (laughs) and it's going to be the sexiest. (laughs) Um, But let's just jump into some. We got a lot of comic stuff to talk about. A lot of catching up to do. You know, last time we talked to you guys, it was Moon Knight episode one. Season's done. Uh, I thought it was pretty solid. Me and Pat went and saw Doctor Strange together. Hell Obi- yeah, we did. Obi-Wan's already pretty much done. Last episode's tomorrow. Fuck, um, really? Yeah. Tomorrow. Damn. It's crazy. That's only a little six burner. Have you been keeping up on that? Uh, no. Oh, really? Well, I'm not. But I'm happy. As you know. I can spoil I'm away. a spoiler, dude. Well, there'll be some spoilers left and right, um, especially on these first couple things we're going to talk about. If you haven't seen Moon Knight by now, I mean, it's been out for a while. Check it out. Uh, Doctor Strange hits... Uh, Disney Plus tomorrow. So you'll Doctor be a- Strange hits it tomorrow. Yeah, you can watch that as of tomorrow. Should and I definitely. highly recommend you watching it if you haven't seen it yet. And if you don't want any spoilers, turn this off now because I'm going to spoil the shit out of it for you. Fuck yeah, dude. What was your favorite part? So starting with Doctor Strange. Okay, dude, my favorite part, like there were just so many big scenes that really stood out to me. I mean, the scene, so right during, during uh, Homegirl's wedding when yep. uh, America first shows up into his universe and they're fighting that giant tentacle eyeball monster very reminiscent of a Shumagorath yeah and like Shumagorath light yeah dude it, yeah a little, little smaller with aspartame <laughs> yeah a little little tinier than he is portrayed in the comics but was still just a little nod to that and just a cool creepy psychedelic monster for him to fight and he cuts him in half with that little saw blade type spell that was yeah sweet. it was it's nice when you get to see him kind of use his powers almost a la Green Lantern style, yes. yeah. where he's just you creating other things like a chainsaw blade or some other. You That's know, a good comparison. Fucking glove or some shit. Yeah. That's like the fun part of it because you're just seeing him do the fucking little firecracker lightning or blast. Or like a little lasso, like <laughs> yeah, Wonder just Woman. Just something that looks like a real item. Yeah. Versus, yeah, just the fucking like. I moved my hands and now you just have like flown away. Yeah, it's like sometimes it's orange, but when it's real powerful, it's red. Yeah, I, yeah, like I don't know what any of this color spectrum means. This I want to see you make a magic gun and shoot. Well, them. you got to break open that book of Cagliostro and read some spells, dog. You got to educate yourself. <laughs> so um, I also liked the uh, the the little fight he had between Evil Strange. Uh, in that universe, that was cool when they had like the music notes and stuff. Like, I don't know, it was kind of cheesy, but I thought that was cool. And I then, thought that was actually a lot better than I read spoilers of it and heard there was a musical fight and was like, oh, fuck, this is going to be some dumbass. Yeah, it was just like Rodgers and Hammerstein. Well, I thought <laughs> it was going to be, you know, in a sitcom, we'll just do a. That runs for a long time. They just do a musical episode. Yes. Oh, God. I thought it'd be like a universe where it was just always all musical. <laughs> and I was in my mind. I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking idea ever. And the way they did it ended up being very. It made more sense. It didn't seem real push. Yeah. And it wasn't mute. It had music in it. I wouldn't say it was like they used that. The music as like kind of weapons or whatever. With like the tones, but and the notes, and yeah, yeah. But it's not like on the nose, like a musical. Like no, it's not like yeah. a, a number. Yeah, I'm sure when you first read that, you're like, "What am I going to see?" Mm-hmm. But then it ends great too because it's pretty fucking graphic. The dude falls out the window onto a little little uh, spike. Yeah, they like, they're <laughs> they're ready to kill motherfuckers Sam, off. Sam now. Raimi did not hold back, and you know, of course, the scene that most people think very, you know, it's, I did, you know, just straight up Evil Dead. Sam Raimi is when he brought back. The, the dead Doctor Strange version. The uh, I believe he was called oh, yeah. De- Defender Strange from the yeah. from the opening scene. He's you know then he becomes Zombie Strange. Uh, those like evil spirits that are like coming at him. Very Evil Dead. That was a cool scene. That final fight scene with Wanda. Uh, it was dope. I would say the only, pretty much the only gripe I had on the new Doctor Strange movie was 
they didn't spend enough time in each universe. I mean, when you think about it, they were only in like three different universes. I guess four if you count the opening scene. But even that yeah. was like not even universe. That was like the in-between zone in the, where the Book of Ashanti was held. Yeah. So like it was cool when they like flew through all the different universes, you know, when they were going through the uh, the uh, what, wormhole or whatever. But it would be cool to have them spend a little bit more time in each and have some goofy ones in there. You yeah, know? it felt like... But it was a cool trippy scene in Doctor Strange fashion. That scene of them going through all the dimensions felt very reminiscent of the first Doctor exactly. Strange yeah, where that- she like pushes them through... And he like separates his mind and body. And yeah, then, they needed that scene, like because that was like the coolest scene of the first yeah. movie, you know. So it's cool that they kept that in there. Um, no, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good amount of dark. It felt a little bit quicker than I thought it was going to be. I felt like the Illuminati might have been a little wasted. I'm wondering if that comes back in some sense. Yeah, I appreciated the cameos. Right, the cameos were cool. They were tasteful. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And I think having those cameos, you have to kill them off that quick because you can't have just Patrick Stewart as Professor X in the yellow chair Mm -hmm. or fuck. Even the dude from Inhumans from the shitty ass TV show comes back and does a good to hit his credit does a great job. Yeah. But it's also a silent character and you die in like two scenes. Yeah, we all knew that was coming, though. Yeah. You know, like, this is too good to be or true. John Krasinski. Yeah, that was badass. Do you think we see... I think we still see John Krasinski come back. I think the fan reception was too strong for them not to bring him back. You know? Yeah, I think you also have a really good out for the line that Dr. Strange says, where he said, didn't you go out of style or something in the 70s, that they went in this space trip in 1970, Went through a wormhole. Yeah. It had been, it's been a year and really it's been 50 years. Yeah. And you know, I was listening to a podcast recently about the fantastic four and just kind of went through the history of the characters and they had mentioned that like, what is, what did we, what in a fantastic four movie do we need to kind of make it, you know, not corny and just like kind of like believable. And they both said the same thing. The guys on the show, they're like, you need to have it set like in the sixties, yeah. you know, I think, and like, you can't just like, plastered like a present day thing because i don't know it's just not it's just not believable you know and then i even heard that chris evans is open to the fact or the uh, idea of coming back as human torch yeah in a multiverse fashion he goes i would way i would much rather do that than come back as like captain america you know yeah it'd be someone new and different and and the fans just get so jazzed about that i think it's awesome so yeah dr strange was good check it out tomorrow on disney plus speaking of disney plus uh moon knight six episodes how'd you feel about it I liked it. Uh, I thought it was pretty awesome. You know, the I don't think it was the greatest Marvel show we've we've seen yet. I, I'm still I was still on the Loki tip to be honest, but I just like that it was different from the rest of the shows. You know, it really uh, it really stood out to me at least. You know, as far as the creativity aspect of it, it's definitely more of a standalone show, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, I think if it ties into anything, it's gonna be Black Panther because they have the same bast. The Panther God is in that same like group of gods pantheon yeah yeah pantheon that's the word uh, it might be <laughs> it might be the fucking word dude um but yeah they're all like in the same pantheon so they just fucking are out there kicking it together dude. yeah um and isn't like namor supposed to be in the new black panther movie as well namor supposed to be in the new black panther movie if both of them are in it him and moon knight that'd be pretty rad that'd, that'd be, be sick i don't think we'll get moon knight in it but um definitely gonna get namor i guarantee yeah uh, I was also watching Miss Marvel, which honestly, definitely a kid show. Yeah, that's but what not, I thought. But it's not that bad. It's okay. really, it's not like, so far it's been pretty slow, but it feels like watching this show, I can imagine what the comic is. And I bet the com- I see why people really would fuck with the comic. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well... Again, real quick with Moon Knight to wrap that up. I would say just my favorite part about it was, like, yeah, there were some cool action scenes, but honestly, for me, it's all about the whole psychological thing of it and the whole, you know, he's got the different personality. They did a really good job with that. Oh, like he created this alternate. Tethering those three together, but separate. Yeah. And then the little cab driver scene at the end, we got there with his, uh, he had, does he have a certain, I can't remember his specific name, uh, but. Jake Lockley. Jake Lockley. I believe is yeah. what it is. And that was cool. Like at the very end, that's kind of, that was a little bit of fan service there. So that's what's up. Except he was in London and not New York, right? Or something like that. Or yeah. He, he's like a New York cabbie in the. Yeah. He's 
takes place. Everything took place in New York in the yeah. original one or in the comic, but basically Marvel was like, "Hey, we just everything takes place in New York in Marvel, and we just got to spread the love." Yeah, that was good. And London works. It isolates them enough. I mean, the only thing I guess you could have had played in it at all would be whatever happens in Eternals. If that has anything, I feel like one of the scenes was in London. Uh, oh, okay. I never. I still haven't seen Eternals, but I, I like, like that part of it. They, uh, <laughs> the fact that you know he creates this Steven character to repress these memories of his mother and stuff like that. I yeah. thought it was just really, like I said, it's, it was kind of a little different direction for Marvel, and I was into it. No, I think it's good that they're still expanding and exploring what they can do with these characters by making them different. It's crazy that you have two ends of the spectrum with Moon Knight coming out and then the next show being Miss Marvel. So Miss Marvel, what's the connection to Captain Marvel? Isn't it like her favorite hero or so, something like that? Yeah, in the comics, it is. Uh, she's a young Pakistani girl living in Jersey City. That all checks out in the show still. Um, her favorite at that point in time, superheroes are celebrities, which obviously, and her favorite hero is Captain Marvel loves Captain Marvel. Um, she gets hit in the comic books, a Terrigen mist bomb goes off. So what that is, is a mist that if you have latent inhuman genes in your like system, the Terrigen Mist activates whatever power you have. So they were trying to like build up the Inhumans and make it not so many mutants, but still have all these powered people. It was just them trying to create more characters. Right. And a Terrigen Mist bomb does that. So all these people who had this Inhuman DNA in them basically go, you, it makes a, ca- or a cocoon around you and you come out and. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So who 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 decided to drop this bomb? Um, it might have been like uh Black Bull, maybe? I don't know. Some fucking inhuman character. Oh, that, okay. You know. Medusa. <laughs> might have been Medusa with her hair. <laughs> press the button. She just like pressed the button with her hair. Whoop. That wasn't me. It was my hair. <laughs> yeah, it's got a mind of its own, Black Medusa Bull. Medusa was rad, man. Like, uh, dude, I, hey, Miss, uh, Miss Sue Storm is a looker, but... Medusa's got it. She had it because they, when they were, I have those books when she got inter- they got introduced in the sixties and yeah, she it was a uh, sight for sore eyes. Damn, dude, she's a she has a piece. Yeah, in the book, uh, Johnny Johnny like falls in love with her. Oh hell yeah! And then she's like, "Hey, I got something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's black bull. Yeah, and we live underground. <laughs> yeah." Um, but no, this is when they were living on the moon, I believe. Oh okay. Yeah, they switched from underground to the moon. Well, that's that's a you know that's definitely step a step up. up, several steps up. Yeah, <laughs> millions one would say. Um, but so she turned. That's how she gets her powers in the comics is through the Terrigen Mist. In the TV show, spoiler alert, uh, she finds her grandma's old bracelet. And who's her grandma? We don't know. Oh, but she's in Pakistan. Maybe it's. Oh, okay. But what people have been speculating is the bracelet looks real similar to the Ten Rings. Okay. So it kind of has that old like metal look, the way it lights up. And hers basically, in the comics, she's like a Mr. Fantastic. She's got elasticity. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I do remember hearing that. In the show, she's got like blue energy that turns into like a hand catching you or... Uh, you know, like rocks for you to walk on in the air. So were there other characters in the series that benefited from this mist bomb? Oh, in Marvel at the time, I'm sure there were. It was probably like, it was a huge But they're thing. just following her in this, this was, series. Yeah, this is just her. And even in the... That happens in the show and the comic. Yeah, it's okay. just about her. Because um, she like wants to be a hero so bad, she, but she's super young. And then she just has like... they Marvel loves to like... This this person's from Pakistan, though. Of course. Now yeah. you should read, and it's like, yeah, and if I, you like, don't, yeah, you're, but you're it, not an ally. It's like you, yeah, if you don't, you're going to hell. Um, yeah, it's it's just a good book. Like it resonated with a lot of people. It hit an audience that wasn't necessarily hugely represented, which was like 
young women and like comics where it's, you know, a 13 year old girl gets these powers. She's the main character and is like looking up to other people. It all, it vibes out and like the show quality wise, super good. It has some, it kind of seems like if you put a Disney channel original show on HBO. Okay. A little splice there. Like, yeah, just like it works good. All the quality is great and the acting is good, but it's, yeah, it's just not for So, everyone. speaking of the Ten Rings, when are we going to see Shang-Chi again? Because that was a good flick, man. I liked that movie. I mean, I would hope it's soon. Uh, and he's great. He does a great job in that. We have confirmed that we'll be getting a Thunderbolts movie. Okay. So, I, I'm not super hip to Thunderbolts, so but I did hear about that. Thunderbolts are basically the Masters of Evil of Marvel and one day when the Avengers were gone, they were like, hey, let's change costumes oh. and pretend to be a new superhero okay. team. So they is became, that the team that has like a U.S. agent and stuff or no? Is that something completely different? So the original one had like the Beatle and Screaming Mimi and Baron Zemo, a bunch of like old school characters. What they're going to do for the Marvel one is... Whoever Elaine Bennis plays in Marvel is yeah Miss Hydra or whatever yeah she Madam Hydra Madam Hydra she is basically collecting a team yeah so it's like U S agent I saw something about this I yeah U S agent and Abomination Abomination and Zemo I think as well Zemo Ghost from Ant Man from Ant Man yeah um who else was on there. I know there's more. Yeah, I, I just saw I saw like a faux like poster for it. Yeah, and I, was I think like, it would be. Oh, this is, I mean, it's like oh, their answer to Suicide Squad, but you know, yeah. whatever. I'll bite. But it's also TV a lot, show movie. I think it's gonna be a movie. Really? Yeah. I mean, I almost. I would probably prefer a show, but those are a lot of like big actors. They are, but I don't see like I don't see it selling a lot of tickets, man. But who, what do I know? Yeah, did you see the poster? Yeah, I got the poster right here. Yeah, who oh, we got well, on there? They wanted red. They got Red Hulk on here too. Yeah, dead. But yeah, he passed away. William Hurt. They got the White Vision. William Hurt too much. Oh God, White Vision. They even have Deadpool on here. Dude, White Vision and Deadpool would be sick. And uh, this looks like um, just don't give White Vision any allegories about ships. <laughs> they got Deadpool on here. They got. It looks. This looks like uh, Elena uh, Black Widow's. Oh, sister. Elena Belova. Yeah, she would be on there. Okay. Because remember, so yeah. they have a, there's an end credit scene for that. Okay. The Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers. Maybe this will. Maybe people will come out for Taskmaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, you know okay. who they need to bring back is my boy, Sammy Rocks, Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, they yeah, a little Justin Hammer. Who do you think is going to supply these weapons? You know, dude. Who one? Who's the money guy? Justin Hammer. Who's the intelligent one? You go Justin Hand like he's the scientist of it. He was one of the best parts of Iron Man too. It's I'm actually surprised we still have not seen him come back. Yet, we've so. o- we've seen him one other time, which was in that Marvel short. Oh, the short is yeah. that where uh, the one where he uh, homeboy's in prison? Yeah, the, he's in prison. The, the Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. And I that, think I watched it. It's been a while. It was a while ago though. I mean, it's not really the only thing. It's it, funny. The only cool thing it does. It pretty funny and also it. Shows that there's is a real Ten Rings, right. and it, it is like a really long payoff to get Shang Chi, but <laughs> yeah, it's that, there. that shit came out like ten years ago. Yeah, short, I mean it's definitely yeah. like a decade. There were a few other Marvel shorts, but I can't remember really remember any of them. There was one um, that featured Coulson that was on the way to Thor's hammer. Oh and there yeah, was yeah. another one that was I want to say it was called Dirty Laundry, right. And it might have been like Black Widow and Hawkeye or something. Black Widow's Unmentionables. Yeah. <laughs> it was Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner's just in the back Jeremy smelling him. Sniffing panties. Jeremy! <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Helps my aim. Helps my aim. <laughs> the you guys might hear one of my songs. <laughs> I already had some sort of like OnlyFans, but it's not OnlyFans. It's literally just like a website or like a, like a Patreon. Yeah, it's a just, very weird Jeremy. You just pay for Jeremy Renner content. Yeah, that's it. Dude, he's the Ren, he's the Ren star, dude. Ren star. I mean, the shit Jeremy Renner. I, I also heard he's super rich from real estate 
Which I don't know if that's true. He looks like a realtor. <laughs> he just looks like a guy who who has his hands in a lot of po- like he's like they're like dad where do you work he's like oh well to explain to you where i worked what i mean where, yeah. do, where do the birds fly where do the fish swim you know <laughs> just on earth baby i had a friend like i remember asking like what's it what does your dad do for a living he's like well he um yeah i mean he you know what I, he goes i really just, i don't know what my dad does i know he goes to an office every day and that's it <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is, like, the almost exact opposite of, like, I don't know what he does, and I don't know where he is. Yeah. Right. Like, he's just out. I don't know if there's an office involved. Where did Jeremy Renner even come from? Like, where did he start? That's a good question. I don't remember what his big, like, breakout role was. The first, thing, like, big movie I remember seeing him in was, like, The Hurt Locker. Oh, Hurt Locker might have been. But I'm sure he had some small roles leading up to that. But, so I was going to uh, say, I feel like he was in another movie that i'm just completely blanking on well he was he was in a lot of stuff you know like oh, I, born ultimatum yeah that's right yeah i was like oh this guy's the new jason Bourne, basically and then like um, yeah that american hustle he's good in that movie i mean i like jeremy Renner, oh he's dude. in the it, town it, too the town yeah it, i mean it's just a shame he's just kind of a weird cat but you know whatever oh yeah dude he's been in a lot of stuff i know he's, he's in like everything dude. he started off obviously who hasn't seen this one National Lampoon Senior Trip plays Mark Dags Dagastino. <laughs> One of those straight to video National Lampoon's uh, uh, movies. When National Lampoon fell off, it was amazing. He was in Paper Dragons. That sounds good. A small time hood left for dead after double crossing drug dealers is taken in by a monastery and taught the art of kung fu. Yeah, that's sweet, dude. <laughs> And then they saw Marvel saw that like we need this yeah. guy for Hawkeye. Is that Paper Dragon? <laughs> you don't think the fucking Paper Dragon could play Hawkeye, dude? Are you crazy? This is Mark. There, there's the door. This is Mark Dags Dagastino right here. Okay, <laughs> motherfucker, show this man some respect. Oh, Renner. Hey, that's what's up though. He uh, he's had some ups and downs, but is he in? He ain't going anywhere. Is he one of your top five or top three favorite Avengers? Uh, unfortunately, not. Uh, I'll have to knock him down and maybe top ten. Top ten. That's I don't not know. Bad. If there's ten Avengers. No, <laughs> with, I think they're at ten now. within the comic books for sure. But yeah, he's he's way down there. He's like one notch above Wonder Man. Ooh, dude, Wonder Man's pretty sick though. <laughs> Wonder Man's brain goes into Vision's body. I know. So. Yeah, that's a crazy storyline. Avengers is like kind of, like the comics were kind of fucking crazy when I like go on a Marvel uh, like wiki and just like read about oh, what these stories were like, you know, and like, dude, what the fuck were they like? It was just like off the walls, man. You got like Roy Thomas writing all this crazy shit and. But yeah, moving on. Still on the Disney Plus train. Uh, Obi Wan. I've been enjoying that. How has it been, dude? It's been good. Did you watch any of it or no? Yeah, I saw uh, Princess Leia got kidnapped. Okay. Oh, so you watched the first episode? Yeah, <laughs> the second episode, too. I think. Oh, in the second? Yeah. And Flea is on it from the Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Did you recognize him on there? I did not. Yeah, that's he's the bass player. Yeah. And, uh, I, he's like one of the bad guys that kidnaps her. I was also very much half asleep for the second <laughs> episode, so I missed a good portion of it. And uh, I can never so say we, his fucking name. The dude from Eternals, the uh, Indian or Pakistani dude. From Silicon Valley. Kamani. N- oh, Kamel. N- Kamel. N- <laughs> this is good beat. This is good content. Kamel. Ninja- oh, my God. It's close enough. Yeah. So, you know who we're talking about. Yeah. Anyways. He, he's in it. And it's a, his character's really cool. He plays like. He's kind of like a con man. Like, he like pretends that he's a Jedi to like help save people. Who, Kamel? Yeah. And, oh, so, and at first, Obi-Wan thinks he, like, he's using like magnets and like cues and stuff to like pretend oh. like he has the force. But he's like, you know, and Obi-Wan thinks he's just a straight up bad guy or like a con man. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I actually am like trying to help these people. It's just sometimes it's the only way I can get like their attention, attention you know, to be to know that I'm a little Dude, legit. he's... So he's not a bad guy in the, no. at least as far as we know in the Is series. Is he still ripped? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude. Well, he's wearing the robes. He, he wears the Jedi robes. Like, yeah, he, and then uh, at like one point he's like, like one of his robes gets like caught under a rock and just as they're walking, it just is like slowly yeah. unraveling oh, the whole time. And it, like Obi-Wan looks over, he's like... Your robes, where are they? <laughs> You're so ripped. You're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Yeah, it's nice that, you know, there's a few things that are great about it. just the fact that Ewan McGregor was willing to come back and do it. He's a producer on it. And oh, yeah. he's like the perfect age for that era of Obi-Wan I heard Kenobi. Hayden's back. Hayden's back, dude. The How last was episode, he? this really cool scene. So basically what it is so far, the way in what facet we've seen him. Spoiler not, alert. Spoilers. Do here. they 
Do they kiss? No, they don't Damn kiss it. yet. Still oh, one episode to go. Love that. But the the most recent episode where you see him, you know, not donning the Darth Vader helmet is actually a flashback scene to like Attack of the Clones era Obi Wan and Anakin. Okay. And they're having a little like friendly duel sparring match like in on Coruscant. And uh, they keep cutting back and forth between that flashback scene and like the current story plotline that's playing out in Obi Wan right now. And it's really cool how they do it. It's all about how like, yeah, like Anakin like basically beats him straight up in this lightsaber battle, or pretty much does. And then there's kind of like a little uh, moment where Obi Wan comes back and he's like, "That's your problem, Anakin. Like you, you, you always have to win. Your obsession with having to win and stuff yeah. like that." And there's a sweet scene where Vader pulls down this fucking transport ship like this entire ship just brings it down to the ground but it was the wrong ship and they fly away so but that was a cool scene there's one episode left um i like it so far it's one of those series or one of those yeah one of these little mini series where each episode's better than the last which does it seem like peak darth vader strength that that kind of did yeah between that and like the rogue one scene i mean he was just oh yeah what did he do on the war what was his big rogue one he fucking killed like 30 rebels in a hallway oh yeah yeah (laughs) like like with like it was blowing his nose. New Darth Vader rules. Like he like crushes the one soldier up against like the ceiling while he's like choking another and like throwing his lightsaber yeah. like all at the same time. Like it was, it was such a good scene. The such old a good one would just like, yeah, I'm choking you. <laughs> it's like this new one's like, dude, I'm ripping you in half. He, he could. He literally could like rip a human being. In I half. will rip you in half. Like dude. like like when you see actual like baddies in like the MCU that have like telepathic powers yeah. and they're just like yeah literally like exploding people or like in the boys I don't know if you watch the boys I haven't been keeping up with the boys I heard it's been good yeah so that's another like that's another superhero show we don't talk about a lot but I'm a pretty big fan I just started the third season I have only watched the first episode but how you liking it I like the so the first episode's crazy have you heard about this is that so, Jensen Eccles is back who's that the dude from Supernatural. Uh, oh, who does he play? He plays like a Captain America ripoff oh, kind of guy. Oh, is that him? I didn't mm-hmm. realize it's the same guy. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Are you sure? I thought his name was something else. Jared Padalecki? No, 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 no. Because that was also a guy no, from Supernatural. I just saw something about it today, or like his name. I'm like, oh, that's his name. But you're thinking of Homelander? No, no. Oh, it's a different Captain America. Today. Okay, well, I haven't gotten that far oh, yet, I okay. guess, in the series. But yeah, the guy that plays Homelander is sweet. Everyone's like, give this guy an Emmy because he's like the perfect, like, Unhinged psycho. Basically, what, I saw season one, and yeah. he is like he has Superman, a very insane. He's what Superman would be if there really was a Superman. But no, dude, the first episode spoiler of the Boys season three, they fucking doubled down and went where Marvel was too afraid to go because, like, you know the whole joke about you know, like if they wanted to kill Thanos, why didn't Ant Man just shoot up his ass when he's tiny and make himself big and he just explode Thanos? Yep. Well, so there's a character that has Ant Man like powers on the boys. Him and his boyfriend are fucking ripping down some lines, and he's like, you ready? He's like, yeah. So he shrinks down, and he runs into this dude's pee hole, and uh, he accidentally sneezes, you know, from all the cocaine, and he just, he comes big again, and the dude fucking explodes from the dick up. Oh, <laughs> uh, worst place to... Dude, me, me and Killer watch, and it's so gross, dude, like, it's... The you know like visual effects are so good now like yeah it literally You're looks watching like a penis he explode. literally jumps into this guy's pee hole and he's like inside the pee- like you can see the walls what's of the urethra the, what's he be- like supposed to be doing in there is it for like a he's, pleasure oh yeah for like a pleasure thing the guy's oh. like oh yeah like I mean I don't know that doesn't seem like it would feel good it seems like you have like a kidney stone or something yeah that does I wouldn't be like excited but it's like real sensitive like he's just like kind of pressing on the walls like really lightly like I don't know it doesn't last for long he sneezes very quickly oh my god that sounds <laughs> at, like. I'd be like, no, I'm like super good. I'm, I'm good on that, yeah. I'm completely good. I've never <laughs> been like, I wish someone was walking around in my urethra, dude. <laughs> don't you ever just want someone walking around in your urethra? <laughs> That's why we don't talk about kinks. We don't kink shame here at uh, Comics Corner. Yeah, but... if you want people walking around inside <laughs> your body anywhere, that's fine, dude. But me, personally... I don't like it. Hard pass. Yeah, and I also that danger of that person expanding and ripping you in half via the penis first. <laughs> that sounds awful. So I think that's about all we have for our Disney Plus wrap up uh, and all that stuff. Disney Plus, I'm done with, but I will say Hulk f- or Thor 4 <laughs> looking amazing. It's looking good, man. It's looking just action packed. You got some fucking big na- I mean, the fact they got Christian Bale on board. The Gore the God Butcher looks like a bad motherfucker he does man uh it's gonna be interesting i mean and he's such an intense fantastic actor i think that like you know it's about time he played a, like a real bad guy has he ever played like a straight up like bad guy before besides like jason bateman yeah and jason bateman obviously is just like a, more of a confused guy he's not necessarily bad yeah 
I mean, I feel like every character that Christian Bale plays, because it's played by Christian Bale, inherently has some kind of like bad evil. Like even Batman, you're like, dude, I know you didn't like directly kill someone, but like you definitely killed some people. There were some a few ICU trips. Yeah, that, that like the guy may not have checked out. Yeah, yeah, like you definitely aren't like totally off the hook for even <laughs> like you know manslaughter. Right, <laughs> like murder one, maybe not you. Those are some pretty big tires on that <laughs> yeah. on that car. Yeah. Someone got caught under them at least once. Yeah, or twice. you've definitely had a bunch of hit and runs that you got to pay for, dude. <laughs> not uh, to mention the Deweys. Oh yeah, all day, every day. <laughs> But and that bat juice. No, I think this might be like his first straight up evil character, other than like yeah, Patrick Bateman. Um, but it just looks really cool. I love the way that it's just everything for him is like in this black and white, like weird, yes, like color tone. Taika Waititi is just good as fuck at his goddamn job, dude. Yeah, he knows he's got the vision. He's got the vision. He knows how to make a good ass comic book movie. They're just people who inherently... Uh, who's the dude who did the last three Spider-Mans? Oh, yeah. I always forget his name, but he's great. Yeah, he's amazing. He knocked it out of the park. He is. They are trying to get him to do this new Fantastic Four project that I'm he talking about. He stepped away. Oh, no. Yeah, he stepped away. He said that the last 10 years of his life have been dedicated to comic book movies. I get it. And I, I get it, too. That's a fucking shame, it, though. Because when I, I heard that, I got really excited. I'm like, there's hope, you know? Yeah. And at this point, he's doing this job not necessarily... It's not like he's like, oh, I got to find a new job so we can get, make more money. They should... they should, Right. Well, he, they should bring him on as like a consultant. I, I think he should be a producer. Producer, yeah. Um, But I hope they find someone for... I would like it to be someone new, I think, for a Fantastic Four movie. That's fine. Like, I think it should be someone just... I love that Sam Raimi did the last... Uh, Doctor Strange. He was also a late fill-in. That's true. And yeah, wasn't he like the third in line or something? It was like third in line, and you know, I I'm glad when you bring in some older cats to do some stuff, but I feel like you don't want to keep bringing in too many because then they start to rule the roost. Yeah, it's like younger people <laughs> the pecking order. Yeah, well, younger people want to be like, dude, I can spend ten years and do three fucking movies make all the money in the world I want. And then after that, I can just make anything I want. Yeah. And if I ever really need to go back and get some more cash, guess what? I crushed the last three movies. We ended it amicably. I'm coming home, yeah, but baby. It's like, who is like the new, like hot shot young director in town? I mean, Taka Waititi's still kind of that, that face, uh, but I can't you James Gunn, Taika Waititi, they both have, but I think they both have very similar styles. They, they grew do. up at the same time. They have very similar senses of uh, sensibilities to things and like yeah. humor and shit. I think they're waiting on someone to like John make, Watts to <laughs> directed Spider Man. The, the John Watts, yes, thank you. Yeah, well, dude, what if they had like the dude that did fucking the John Wick movies, man? That'd be crazy. Yeah, I mean that would be. I think if you had, but that would be good for Fantastic Four. Punisher. Punisher, yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But it's also, we've done a Punisher movie. We've done a few. And I think Punisher Works is a great TV show. I think you keep John Bernthal. Yeah. I think you just keep it. Again, he should show up kind of like how Matt Murdock showed up in the new Spider-Man. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, that's that's, uh, um, that's a good call. But I don't know who... It was what? interesting. Do you know who directed the last Fantastic Four movie? The one that was just a train wreck? It was... I know the answer. Well, oh, I don't know his name, but he's the guy that... Brett did. Ratner, right? No, 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 no. He's the guy that directed that movie about the kids that like get superpowers. It's like a cam, it's like cam footage. Do you, oh, remember, do you remember which movie I'm talking about? The newest one is Josh yeah. Trevorrow. He went like crazy making that film, though, because like, he had this vision for it, and they they kept changing it. But you know what movie I'm talking about where the yeah. kids get... And like, it was like really well-received. Chronicle, that's what Chronicle. it was called. So... That's when they're like, we Let's. know we have so much knowledge here. We, yeah, we're, yeah. Once I edit it all out, we sound really smart yeah. or averagely smart. No, he like they saw that and they loved it. Like, let's get this guy to this Fantastic Four movie, and he like apparently had a lot of good ideas that he claims just kept 
Josh Trank. Josh Trank? Yeah. So apparently he had a lot of good ideas and creative stuff that he was doing that the uh, you know the money people did not like. They just kept editing the fuck out of his movie, and he was very disturbed with that. Like, But he's also, I guess he's kind of a head case, and he's all over Twitter, like, they're, they're out to get me, blah, blah, blah. Crashed, crashed a Corvette into a pool at a house he was renting. Okay. Uh, he definitely went full on off the deep... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure his film got fucked with for sure. Yeah. And I think if but no, they said he was kind of nuts. Yeah. He just, that dude was all over the sensitive place. Sensitive is a good word for it. And, he, yeah. and speaking of another sensitive guy, though, I just got to bring it up. Uh, Ezra Miller. I, I was just about to say, like, how has this not come up yet, dude? Dude. The Ezra Miller saga continues, folks. He, my man is getting, he is racking up. It is truly the reverse flash. <laughs> And it's crazy. He's I, in character. It's almost like he smoked that same laced weed that he sold you, and he was yeah, never dude. the same again. <laughs> dude, yeah, maybe that fucking late... He just smoked more of that lace shit that he fucking let me smoke with him the one time. Yeah, dude. Wait, so you actually smoked with him? Yeah, I, we were sitting on oh, a Oh, I por- thought he just sold you a bag and dipped. No, we were sitting on a porch at fucking Oberlin College. That's what's up. And he was in some band, and <laughs> he just passed it to me, and I just like hit it or whatever, and then I was... The next thing I remember, I thought I felt like Jason Bourne, and I was hiding from this cop, and I it, it's a, I, dude, I lost my mind. Well, if you guys want to hear more of that story, head on over to patreon.com backslash threads and dreads. Throw us some $5. You can hear that story. There's a bunch of good stuff There's on there. There's a lot of stuff on there. I was there. just listening to it the other day. It's a good page. I might actually, I might, you know, just for our folks, because we've been away for a while, I'm going to post this episode, and then I'm going to post a Patreon episode, a little bait. Okay, to hook I like you guys, that, dude. To hook you guys Bring in. something, put, put a little double on it. Yeah, we're going to double it up for you guys because you've been very patient. I know, shout out Dylan DeVito. He he likes to listen to us at his job and he's yeah. like, I got no new content, man. You guys got to hit me with that content. We, get his we're, fix. We're getting the content out, dude. We're making it work. We're we're living it up. We technically now, have two studios now, pretty much, you know, yeah. just in case, you know, one is occupied, we can always come to the other. I know, and this... It sounds good so far. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's not, it's not too echoey. I think we need to put some pictures up on the wall. We'll yeah, I got to get Matt's guy. Uh, I got to order frames. He was okay. going to make me frames. And then he was like, you should just order frames from Amazon. Yeah. And then I was like, but what are the good frames? Like, I don't want to order frames and then they look like shit. What? Where's all the art that was at PM? Do you have it? I you just sell? gave a lot of it Did you? up to people. Ah, uh, you don't have a lot of any of that left, huh? That no, sucks, man. I mean, I don't mind it, though. It's honestly not something that... I gave it to people who wanted it, deserved it. Like, I wasn't just like giving it away for free to oh, anyone I know who just came through. It's nice that Zach has a bunch of Matt's paintings. So it's easy to like. When I was moving in, he was like, drawing all the paintings back. I'm like, no, dude, it like rounds out your entire living room. You know what would look great right there? Huh. A Terry Joshua. Ooh, that <laughs> did. I need Terry. Terry needs. To come on and do another episode. I've been talking to him. Yeah, 100%. We're doing the trilogy before he moves to New York. Oh, is he? That's Good a little him. That's a little uh, tease for everybody. We'll make it happen because um, as of now, folks, I'm off on Tuesdays. I know Pat's off on oh, Tuesdays. So we lovely. can get into a schedule again. You know, Dude. this whole, my schedule getting flipped around and having my days stolen from me has uh, been kind of rough. But it's coming back around. I'm, got, I'm working some things out with my schedule, so... We want to create some content for you guys. We got about Dude, absolutely got about 10, 15 minutes left. Uh, just wrapping up. Have you been reading anything? Um, I haven't been reading anything. I'm trying to think of per se, per se. <laughs> but I do want to look into. Dude, apparently the Justice League are all dead. Uh, in, in the in, the, in DCU. Or yeah. in the, the 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 DC universe, yes, not the cinematic universe. So Nightwing and Superman, Jonathan Kent. Okay, who the fuck is Jonathan? His son. His son. Okay, Batman or Superman fucked had a son. <laughs> they named him Jonathan after his father. Classic. Right. Classic. And he becomes Superman. Okay, because Superman dies somehow. But you know who doesn't Again? die? Yeah, he'll be back. Well, the whole team dies except for. Wow, they're just they're just uh, throwing up a hail mary. Who, here. who do you think's the one person who doesn't die from the Justice League? Who though? doesn't? Who doesn't? Die? Batman. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they're not gonna kill Batman, dude. Dude, I love. That's why Batman's so sick. Is because he's like, listen, the least amount of powers, the least amount of powers, never dies. Oh, never dies, and always just has a plan for like, listen, there is a plan where 
it's me yeah. escaping. And I destroy all of you yeah, one like, by one. Or even just like, listen, I always have an extra way out. Yeah. That's a kind of, on, I made the first plan for all of us. Second plan, that's for Papa. <laughs> that's when I had the extra exit tube back down to Earth from the moon base. As I mentioned earlier, I am vengeance, and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm vengeance, and I gotta go. <laughs> uh, I've been reading Transmetropolitan. I'm almost done with that. So it's taking a turn where uh, Spider Jerusalem, the lead character, has gotten sick. He's got this weird... Sort COVID. Of, it's not COVID. He gets COVID. They don't say COVID in the book, but it's not. They I, don't say it, but all the signs lead to. They don't know what it is. They just are. They like. They know what it is. It's this weird thing. I can't remember specifically what it was or what caused it. Um, I think they're going to go more detail in the final volume I'm about to pick up. But like, they basically told him, like, dude, you got like a year. And so Damn. his whole his whole plan is to write and expose as much as he possibly can. In uh, a year. In a year. And so that's what this last volume, I believe, follows, you know. He still got his two assistants. The one assistant, uh, Channon's like pretty much going to pick up the mantle where he left off, it seems. There's like one little teaser where like, she has the spider, the same spider tattoo as him. Oh. And she keeps trying to act like, oh, you know, I don't love him. I just work for him. You know, he's a fucking bastard. But like she really does like admire the fuck out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about his little like harem? His, uh, his, fil- no. his filthy assistants? We haven't discussed Oh, so I'm that. sorry, I misspoke. That's uh, that one is uh, I can't remember her fucking name. She's like the kind of mo- she's like the goth like girlfriend, very Robert, very, very cool. Robert Smith looking. Yeah. And then it's actually his like editor's like uh, niece or something. And then the other one is Shannon, who is a retired stripper uh, okay. who actually shows up in like the first like couple volumes just briefly, and then she just kind of comes back around. At one point, she leaves to become a nun, and then she's like, "Fuck this," because the reason she went to be a nun is because her boyfriend, who was already like getting all these like biometric uh, like accessories and like surgeries okay. and stuff went the next level and just uploaded his brain into a computer, AKA the, the metaverse basically, yeah. which is what we're coming to. And uh, unfortunately again, it's cool, dude. <laughs> metaverse rules. Yeah. It's a good time. But so she becomes a nun cause she's like, well, that this sucks. And then she realizes, Oh yeah, being a nun sucks. And now she's, one of uh, Spider's assistants. So that sounds insane. It's a dude. It's it's the it's the story's crazy. The writing is insane. Uh, I just oh man, there's so many good lines out of that book. But you uh, uh, you did mention though you started Sandman. Started Sandman. Uh, Nocturnes and something is the first volume. Is that the one I gave you? No, you uh, gave me. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Pre- Nocturnes and Preludes. But no. you, you gave me the just like that. It's the uh, overture or something of it. Oh, it's like the whole book about it. Yeah, which I want to dive into. Because I feel like I'll get a better understanding of it because I'm only three issues in and it's like not very clear what's going on. But the first issue is very interesting. The first issue spans over like almost 100 years. Yeah. And it's basically this guy's father, grandfather, whatever, that like is trying to summon death. With like some sort of satanic occultic ritual, cool. But he I mean, obviously, so sick. He's got the the pentagram on the floor, all that shit. Well, that's a, but at the end of the day, that's like father son stuff. It they, is. They, you know what bonding. I mean? That's bonding. Yeah, especially after they don't capture death. It's actually um, his brother, who is a uh, Morpheus, who is a gay the Sandman dream. Yeah, so. He's that's death's brother. Damn. And uh, they literally held hold him captive in the basement. It's like this big like bubble dome that's like over him, over the pentagram fucking etching in the floor. And he literally is like down there for years and years and years. And while this is going on, there's these people that are asleep and they're staying asleep. They're not dead. They have a pulse. Yeah. They're like, I don't know, basically, captured, basically yeah. vegetables or whatever. But yeah, like they're just like stuck in this sleep paralysis. Basically, there's literally like, rooms and beds and like floors and floors of people that are just asleep and they're like caretaking for these people for like over that goes over the course of like 60 years and one day like they all wake up and it's when uh um morpheus escapes so how does he escape uh spoiler for a book spoiler, that guys, came out 85 I believe years it's ago the grandson just like lets them out one day she's like dude i guess this guy in a bubble like this isn't humane and so uh, the whole thing with Sam is that he's got like these three objects. The one is like this gas mask looking thing. The yeah. other one is like a pouch with his magic sand, you know, the, the sleepy juice. That's what's in your eyes when you wake up. Exactly. And then I can't remember what the last relic is. It's some sort of like coin vape or something. Pen. A vape pen? Yeah, dude. Did you? So did you ever like dive into that, uh, um, that overview book of it? I've read that over whole overview book. Okay. And it 
gives a great kind of like understanding of what's going on. Yeah, because there's so much going there on. There is. It, like it just jumps around all the time. Like the next book, all of a sudden, it's in like Cain and Abel's would, like universe. Yeah, you would think that the Overture book would give it away and give you like all these spoilers. It still doesn't. But it like kind of doesn't. Like you, it's still worth reading it. Yeah, it's one of those things that if you knew how Romeo and Julia ended. You would still read it if you love the love stories because yeah. knowing the end doesn't necessarily mean you get to experience the whole journey. Of and it's it. that typical Neil Gaiman where like he draws a lot of creative stuff, his ideas from other very old, very past creative um, uh, uh, properties, if you will. So yeah. like, there's a scene after he oh. meets Cain and Abel where he's like hanging out with these three witches, yeah. and uh, that's like very like what like the almost like a Greek kind of yeah. thing whatever I, there's a name for this like triad of witches um, but uh, it's the yeah, you know the there's things like fortunes that. or the like yes but they had a more technical name for yeah. it i guess but so it's cool that when they bring like things like that and then now i'm in the third volume john constantine has entered the picture and uh some crazy old woman on the street tells him like john you gotta you gotta you gotta help us man the sandman's back and he's like, all right whatever you know then he's like huh maybe she is onto something because he knows he's like some crazy old lady i can't remember what they call her but she's like 240 years old. Yeah. And he's like, maybe she does know what she's talking about. So like, that's kind of where I like left off and there's going to get crazy. I know there's a crazy. So some of them tend to be just like standalone stories. Right. <clears throat> I'm kind of looking forward to those to be honest. Um, there was one that I believe was called Midsummer's dream. And is it similar to the story? Yeah. And it won a like fucking Pulitzer or something. No shit, way. Dude. And everyone in like a book world was like, what, what, what? no, that's a comic book. It's a comic book. Yeah. And it's like, but Neil Gaiman's like a literary master. Yeah. And it's also like, dude, step it up then, man. Like if you look so down upon this, it shouldn't be. Now you're, it's the same way of like fucking Scorsese or these older directors dog shitting on comic book movies. All these people shit on these comic books because it's like, wow, this just came across more accessible to more people but was still an amazing story. And it was accompanied by amazing art. And it's like... Oh, yeah, the art's great. It's like, hey, I get it. This isn't the fucking 450-page fucking Moby Dick you wrote. But it's like, that's... Like not necessarily what everyone wants now. Yeah, everyone like, can't. It's some guy shitting all over. It's like it's like fucking Niles Crane yeah. in a room full of his first editions. Like yeah. you know, that's who <laughs> gives a shit. Like shut the fuck up and either get with the times or get out, man. I agree. I don't know. Like it's always so funny how everyone's always been. You know, people love good books and they love good art, but you put them together and it's like a mortal sin. You yeah. know, it's very interesting. It's childish. I remember when I was a fucking little kid. First time I was. I tricked Carol into getting my comics file because I told her I was a responsible young man with a job. And she found out otherwise. Well, she never found out. Well, she found out because I stopped getting my comics. (laughs) She found out the hard way. (laughs) And um, I was in there and my friend's dad walked in and they lived down like Westlake. I played hockey with him. His dad walks in and he gets his file. Yeah. This guy He's like a fucking neurosurgeon. Exactly. He's like, works for the clinic, big neurosurgeon guy. And he's like, but I'm talking about. Now, does he read them in public? Probably not. But like. (laughs) He's well respected, well to do. (laughs) But it's also, he's enjoying it. At the time, I remember I was trying to talk to him. And I was a big DC Marvel person as always. But he was more independent. But it's still, those, any of these things can be good enough to win whatever dumbass little prize you guys hang your hat on. It's like, yeah, fucking Spider-Man 3, uh, what was the subtitle for it? Far From Home and No Way Home was the last oh, one. Oh, No Way Home. Yeah. So that should have been like up for an Oscar, dude. I don't think it should have won. But it, that, it actually was for like visual effects, but I know what you're saying. But yeah. it should have been up for like roles. Yeah. Like people did play great roles dude, in that movie. Willem Dafoe. I mean, yeah, come on. There's some good stuff in there. It's just your snubbing mo- Movies and media because it doesn't fit. Hey in man, your... it's like George Carlin said: it's a big club and you're not in it. Yeah, but it's also now it's funnier because those things are so archaic, and no one really does give a fuck that it's. 
who won a Grammy, who gives a shit? And it's like, dude, like, you know, like, God bless her. Like, the one girl won an Oscar for West Side Story. It's like, dude, they already made West Side Story. Yeah. And what? <laughs> what? When did they, I'm not when did Lynn Moran- manuel Miranda make that? Oh, uh, no, it was, uh, no, it was uh, Steven Spielberg made that. The West Side Story remake. Oh, my God. What is wrong with this guy? I don't know. He, it's he like, I dude, think it was one of his favorite movies growing up, if I had to guess. But, hey, man, just make another Jurassic Park for me. <laughs> like, get, someone else tried it. It yeah. wasn't very good. I could begin these other Jurassic Parks, and they suck, dude. Now the new one sucks, apparently. The new one should just be two hours of Chris Pratt riding a motorcycle next yeah. to Raptors running next to him. Because that was like the only cool thing out of the whole trilogy. Jeff Goldblum next to him just going, wow. Wow. And there's just a bunch of sick fucking brontosauruses all over the place. Kaylee's like, I can't even watch it. There's all these dead dinosaurs all over the place. And you're like, they're, but hey, I hate to tell you, you're walking on them, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you're putting them in your gas yeah. tank, sister. Yeah. You ever uh, drive a car? <laughs> Before we get out of here, also, I wanted to bring up uh, Z2 Comics. Are you familiar with them? No. So they publish some cool stuff. Right now, I'm reading a book that uh, the guys from last podcast on the left put out. And I should have brought it. I should have showed you. It's pretty cool. So it's just like they wrote it. and um, Is that the one about the ghosts? No, not the Soul Plumber. It's the same guys that did Soul Plumber. But you know, okay. they, they host one of my favorite podcasts. They have a whole podcast network. And um, they have, it's just little stories. Some of them feature them. Some of them feature like some of the serial killers that they've covered over the years. Like the one story I just read is about this little kid who is really into like macabre and like, you know, uh, true crime stuff. And he, and he finds out he, he starts to suspect that he's related to Albert Fish. Do you know who that is? I do not. He was like a super notorious, like sick, sick bastard. Like, Love uh, it. He, I think early, like, uh, Turn of the century oh, type favorite killer. time period. Yeah, because you could just get away with all these fucking crimes, yeah. at least for a while. So. They were like, was it you? And you were like, no. And they were like, ah, damn it. Yeah, I thought it was those you. Those are the best era of stories. They're doing a few right now, actually, on over at the last podcast on the left, uh, about like, yeah, like, guys, you know, a lot of murders from, yeah, early 20th century killers and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of them are just dumbasses, you know? Oh, yeah. It's never like a... Sm- Back then, you didn't even have to be smart to do it. Yeah. Like, you didn't even have but to But they bring up a good point. Like, think about all the crimes that did people did get away with, you know? It's scary oh. shit. I mean, think back then, before fucking, like, photographs, where they just, some guys just drawing your picture up on 10 yeah. posters. If you avoid those 10 posters. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's like the Flintstones. They got a hammer and yeah. chisel. I just don't even understand it. But no, that sounds sick. I always love some good yeah, like they macabre do, like Z, serial killer lifestyle yeah, stuff. Uh, I was on the Z two web website. And like, it's almost like they contract these guys to like kind of ma- basically find art artists and sometimes writers to do stuff. Like, there was a whole animated book uh, on there about it was like Weird Al. It's like all these like all his like songs like in like animated in, form. Yeah. And I think there was one like with like Sublime, you know. So it's like it's kind of cool. It's like pop culture comic books, basically. I guess. Okay. That uh, yeah, and it's a it's a cool company. Check out Z Two Comics; they're pretty cool. Maybe they'll do one for us. There we go. I love it. Uh, as always, thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram at Threads and Dreads Pod. Go subscribe to patreoncom backslash Threads and Dreads. Five dollars. We're putting out more content. You know, we always get a nice little burst in the summer because we got that extra vitamin D flowing through us, and it's not in the gross way. It's actual vitamin D from the sun, dude. So fucking get real. But yeah, we're coming back. We're going hard. Episodes recording on Tuesday. We'll see you Wednesday. Love you. Bye.